Oh fuck, it's time! Welcome to War Junkie Podcast, Episode 7. I know Episode 5, 6, and 7 have come out rather quick, but I felt kind of bad about not putting anything out for a while. This gentleman, this Korean War vet, has sent me quite a few stories, so I have no reason not to uh, spend the afternoon putting out episodes. So if you guys send stories, I'll be more than happy to take time and put them out. It takes quite a bit of work to do an episode, believe it or not, but... I'll be more than happy to do it. But alright, before this story, let's say uh, things that need to be said. IRI Apparel. They make stuff that'll make you happy. Go to IRIApparel.com. Also, for the help and love for the 22 service members that got killed in a war long after they came home. Sorry, 22 a day. Uh, go to Ghost-22.com. They need your support. And always check out the podcast Risk. It's good for your ears. The story for this episode is kind of short, but I wanted to put it alone because our Korean war vet has not been in an airplane since this. And uh, I think we can all relate to some point. There's always something that happens. There's, There's something that happens to everybody that just makes you never do it again. Whether it be something really small or whether it be something really big. Yeah, here's the story. Enjoy. Hi there. A little story about uh, my time in Korea. Uh, The experience is a couple of them. But uh, this one was uh, uh, pretty pretty terrifying to me. We uh, got through with Korea. I was there for a year. And, uh, of course, it was miserable. And uh, we flew home on a Constellation C-121 looking thing. It was a 121. it was a tri- uh, triple uh, tail, Connie or something they called it. It was Flying Tigers Airlines. And uh, we got to Japan. That's where we got on the big airliner. We uh, got to, oh, whatever, Wake Island, Midway. Finally, we got to Hawaii. Each one of these seems like about 10 hours long both ways. So anyway, we get to Hawaii, and we're on the deck, and watching them work on the plane, and they pulled the colony off, and they were changing spark plugs or something. We didn't know what they were doing, and we were a little nervous. And I uh, got on the plane, and oh, probably halfway from there to uh, up north, I can't remember what air base we landed at, uh, by San Francisco, Oakland, some doggone place. We got in a storm, and I mean a storm. And this thing had four engines, propellers, and... Uh, we dropped 1,000, 2,000 feet, and this thing with the pilots would go full bore, and these engines were screaming. And I mean, they were a droning. It was unbelievable, the noise they could put out in that wet weather, and uh, trying to get back to our altitude. Well, the problem was, being uh, Gary Roller, a buddy of mine, we were both air traffic controllers, uh, we, we knew that we were in somebody else's airspace, and somebody else could be in our airspace. Uh, not likely that you would meet out there like they did at the Grand Canyon years ago. But it was a concern, and I looked out the window. I had the seat window, and uh, on the right-hand side is a red light to let the other aircraft know, people know it's the right hand of the plane. And uh, it uh, disappeared, and I told um, my buddy, I said, I think we lost a wing. 
Well, that came back up, so that was okay. And then I was listening to these motors. Now, I was a drag racing family. Uh, I even drove a supercharged Cadillac engine, uh, 34 Willis, that, uh, my mother's car, at one time. And my dad was a mechanic and was always working on engines. So I knew enough for the drag racing in my younger years that you can't run motors wide open screaming like that for 20, 30, 40 minutes. And I was really, well, I thought, this is it. We're going to go into the ocean. There ain't no way you survive it. It was uh, January, I believe. So we know it was cold. And we thought for sure, uh, this is it. And uh, even the uh, stewardesses, those ladies, they were hiding. They were scared as we were. And we got through it somehow. And we landed this base. And uh, we had tickets to uh, get down to L.A. And uh, we tore those up, and we got on a bus. And we went to L.A. via the bus. That was 1957. And uh, now it's a 2019, almost 2020. And I made a vow I would never get in an airplane again. I never had. I even had to go to Florida from California. My mother is inaugurated into a Hall of Fame for drag racing. And I had to take a train. It took three days each way, and those both were an experience in hell because it was so bad. So anyway, that was just a short story, but uh, I, uh, to this day, I will not get in an airplane. And it's, some people, it's interesting, it scared the hell out of me. And uh, so anyway, somebody asked me to make a few stories that experiences I had, and uh, that was, uh, uh, well, almost a minor one. So anyway, thanks for listening. Well, there you have it. I would probably never go near a plane again if that happened to me. Yeah, I think you made the right decision. Please check us out on Facebook. Search War Junkie Podcast. Or hit me up with anything. Any questions, any stories, anything. Stories would be great. Just saying. At WarJunkiePodcast at gmail.com Today, call or talk to the people you care about. Tell them you love them. Let them know you care. Sometimes little things matter. Well, thank you for listening. This is a War Junkie Podcast. Go out today, do good shit, 